Amen. Thank you ever so much. Before I get out of the way, I'm going to do a little recruiting. Well, that too. Add your beautiful voice to the beautiful voices you just heard. Okay. Most of us know how to make a joyful noise. So you're invited to do that. Now, um, some of you know that I was away for a while. Did you notice? Okay. And um, while Susie and I were in California, we worshipped at a United Methodist Church in Palm Springs, California. And went into their sanctuary. And in their sanctuary, there was a banner. And the banner said, to worship is to purge the imagination by the beauty of God. It made such an impression, I had to write it down. I'm recruiting for someone who has more skills with sewing than I do. I would love to have a banner with the similar words on it for us here. Think about it. See if you're led in that direction. Good morning. Good morning. Um, first of all, I have a card to read. Thank you for the thoughts and prayers. The quilt is beautiful. I can't believe someone took the time and added love and prayers for me. God blessed me during my heart attack. He also blessed me for adding dear friends like you into my life. God bless each of you. Love, Sandra Mesner. I looked at the quilt each day and remembered someone cared. So thank you for praying on her quilt. Also, a couple announcements that are not in the bulletin. Please, 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 if you have some good news or you need some prayers, put it on the prayer card. We in the office would really like to get your prayers into the bulletin, but you can't rely on our memory as to what was said and uh, how to spell names and all that. So please put it on prayer cards. Um, also, Easter's coming up next month. We, have, we are going to have an 8 o'clock sunrise type service and then a breakfast at 9.30 put on by the men's fellowship and then an 11 o'clock service. And I see we have a couple announcements back there. Well, as you mentioned, the men's fellowship is putting on the breakfast, so we're going to pass around a sign-up if you uh, plan on coming, just so we have a rough estimate on how many people are going to be here. If you don't put your name down, you are still more than welcome. And if you're game to help, we most certainly would appreciate help. Also going around during worship this morning will be a sign-up sheet for Easter plants. There's order form. We need to have those orders in by the March 20th, 
so that we can get those ordered in on our altar in time for Easter. So that clipboard will also be coming around. Also, in the past, we've been collecting egg cartons because Nicole had egg, uh, chickens that were laying eggs. She no longer has those chickens, so please do not bring in your egg cartons anymore. Also, the second Thursday of the month, we have our finance and ad board meetings. Just to make sure you know, all of you are welcome to attend. If you have ideas that you'd like to share or things that you'd like to see happen in the church, that's the place to bring those ideas. Or if you have frustrations you'd like to bring up, that's also the place to bring those. So mark your calendars if you'd like to join us. Luann. Um, just a reminder, we did, um, while Mike was gone, the Emmaus group did their service and the kids served the luncheon. And then we had a dinner dance just the day he returned. Um, those pictures are out here on the TV running. Take a look at them because we had a lot of fun. Yes. Thank you, Luann, for taking the pictures. Any other announcements? Yes. There, are, there are, are two clipboards going around for you to sign up on. I was supposed to, to let you know that um, seven minutes ago. And I sort of forgot. But uh, when you get the clipboard, okay, sign up for... Easter morning breakfast, sign up for Easter plants, okay? I almost said the, 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 the plants will be, be um, delicious and, and the breakfast will be beautiful, but you know what I mean. Okay. So if you are able, please stand and we'll do our call to worship. Come, my friends, and let us, let us worship, worship together. together. Let, let us put away any unworthy differences. Let us forget any jealousies or criticisms that divide us. For this is a most special place. This is a place of peace, fellowship, and love. This is a place of God. Cherish this moment because it is sacred and will never happen again. And please join us in our first hymn, page 189, Fairest Lord Jesus.
Thank you. Beautifully sung. Take a moment and welcome each other. Share the peace of Christ with each other. Good morning. So glad you're here. Good morning, sir. And thanks be to God. Good morning. <laughs> they didn't make it this morning. And thank you again. What a rowdy bunch. And you let the, you have teachers talking. Yeah. So glad you are here. So glad you changed your clocks. Right. I had to change mine. No, it's an Alexa. And it, it woke me up to California time. Uh... <laughs> It, it, it went off at 4 o'clock a.m. Um, glad, you, glad you pressed on through the snow. Just very, very glad you are here. Amongst things that I want to do is to say thank you, okay? Thank you for your ministries. Thank you for your ministries to each other, helping each other out during this horrid weather. Thank you for helping each other out during times of great personal loss. Thank you. People... Theology lesson, okay? You know what the meaning of the incarnation is? It's that big word, okay? Incarnation. It's used to describe Jesus, okay? What incarnation means is God showed up. Thank you all for showing up. Amen. 
You're welcome. Thank you for showing up for each other. Okay? If we're not Jesus for each other, nobody else will be. Let's keep that in mind. If you would, take a moment and um, look at the prayer requests. Okay? We have a number of people who are dealing with grief. Thank you. Dealing with grief. Okay? Um, and... Uh, There's no way to describe what the grief process is like. Words aren't enough. Some of us are, are struggling with health issues. Okay. Some of us are still having issues with COVID. Keep the children in your prayers. Michigan is one of the places where the... Um, Come on, Mike. RSV virus has been active, especially amongst, amongst children and amongst people our age. Okay? And um, there are a number of people that are facing surgery. I would appreciate um, your prayers for my wife, Susie, Wednesday morning. Um, She's having a hip replacement. Um, she's the bionic woman, and she's getting bioniker. Let us remember Mary, okay, who is dealing with heart issues. Some of us here are also dealing with heart issues. Let's keep each other in our prayers. Are there any others that we should remember? Let's go together in prayer. Our blessed Jesus, sometimes it's hard for us to just know what to do when we meet you. Sometimes it's hard for us to slow down enough to notice that you're even with us. When we do slow down that much, either because we've made the choice to slow down or because you through life have forced us to slow down, help us to pay attention to you when we see you. You are the one who heals our hearts, both physically and spiritually. You are the one who heals our minds. You are the one who heals our bodies. You are the one, O oh Lord, who takes those places in our lives that aren't going so well and weave them into something new. You are the one, O oh Lord, who takes all the beautiful things in our lives and reminds us how beautiful they are. Let us hold fast, O oh Lord, 
to the beauty you show us. Help us cooperate with you, O Lord, when you say it's time to change to make either things better or ourselves better. Somehow, someway, we would be your body doing your work in your world for your kingdom. We remind ourselves of some of the important things that means by joining our voices together in the prayer you taught us to say. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Yes, ma'am. I forgot to ask for good news. Somebody has good news. Yes, yes, yes. That celebrate. It's okay to happy dance. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. And even in the celebration, Jesus is present. Let us take a moment to listen for our Lord's voice. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Please join me in our prayer for Lent. We seek you, Holy Spirit. Spirit. We, we feel, feel like, like trees, trees stressed, stressed by, by a hard winter. winter. Winds, Winds have, have bent us. Snow has burdened us down. down. We, we are scarred. scarred. Brief, Brief thaws, thaws have, have given us only a little, little relief. relief. Then, then the cold, wind, wind and, and snow have come, come back. Life has knocked down our illusions of ourselves. It has especially hit our strength and endurance. We have not yet let go of our pain. We've not pruned away the scars of our ordeals. We are numb. Break through our self-centeredness, O God. It isn't all about us. Let, Let it, it melt, melt away like snow in the sun's warmth. Warm us. Spring brings its signs of new life to the limbs scarred by winter. Stir life in us. Make us bud. Make us blossom. Let our weariness be replaced by the fruit of love for you and for your other wearied children. Amen. And please stand if able for the Gloria.
be seated. Well, we hope this anthem will brighten your day today. It's called, I Feel the Spirit. Say amen. That was good. You can do that again sometime. <laughs> Would the children come, please?
Hello. It's so good to see all of you. It really is. How have you been doing in this weather? Is it make okay? You get to play in the snow? Yeah. Is it no? <laughs> oh, you lost power? Yuck. Me too. Did you? That was super crazy. That was, yeah. So, the question, the 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 question is, okay, are the big people making you crazy? No. No. Yes. No. Okay. Sometimes. Sometimes. No. The 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 big people are behaving. No. Okay. Okay, we have, we have a mixture of opinion here, and that's okay. Now, I've got, I've got something to show you. Would you hold my hat, please? Would you, would you hold my minion? Don't let him misbehave. Okay, what I have to show you is this. Oh, I tell you what, hold my bunny. The other bunny? How about a frog? Frog? Let's see. What else can I ask you to hold? Do you hold those? Don't juggle them. She doesn't even know how to juggle. Are you sure? She might just know. There's a koala. Barks upside down. A bag of stuff. What else? I don't have anything, nothing to eat. Miscellaneous? Anybody care to hold miscellaneous? Okay. Now, I'm going to ask you a question. And the question is this. What do you do to remember stuff? It's my case. Huh? You do? Okay, that's one way. What, what else do you do? What do you do to, to remember stuff, Connor? Um, uh, uh, I do the, the Bless you. Oh, okay. I brought a jar of rocks. Uh, what? Oh, I guess you have a rock lesson. Well, yes and no. Okay, no. one of the ways that my wife and I remember places that we've been is we keep a rock from the place we were. So, these are rocks, okay? These are rocks from the church where we attended in California. All right, please don't steal my memory. 
Thank you. Okay. Now, how do you remember things? How do you remember things? Yeah? One more time? You get souvenirs. Okay. How do you remember things, Connor? Oh, you went fishing. So your dad is your memory then, huh? Okay. Now, Jesus, Jesus had people around him that we tend to forget. And you all have started to study those people in Sunday school. Okay? Peter, James, Andrew, John, Philip, and Nathaniel. John, Philip, and Nathaniel, you're going to study today, okay? And these were Jesus' friends. Mostly, though, we call them apostles. They were very close to Jesus, okay? They stayed with him. They learned from him, okay? And we're going to be talking about Easter, Okay, we're going to be talking about Easter. Easter can be hard for us to understand. Okay, good, I'm glad. Because for some people it is, okay, but it can be for some people. Easter is the time when God showed how much he loves Jesus and us. And Jesus' friends that we call the apostles kept spreading the message. They're the reason that we know about Jesus and we're here today. Why? Because they kept spreading the message. Okay? So, what are you going to do to remember Jesus loves you. What are you going to do to remember how much God loves you? What will be the equivalent of having a rock to keep so you remember? A souvenir so you will remember. Okay? Let's pray. We thank you, Jesus, that you do love us. We thank you. You give us the gift of memories. Help us to remember you. Help us to remember, oh Lord, how much you love us. Help us to remember we are never alone. Hear our prayer. Amen. Now, I want to ask you to return the stuff to the bag. that come out of there? No? Good. Don't run away. Today is noisy offering. Would you start, please? You have to make, you have to make noise. <laughs> Oh, Connor put in. Okay.
Would you, would you go collect from big people? Thank you. Sorry.
our Lord Jesus, we would meet you here. This is a place of blessing. This is a place of dedication. You have blessed us, and from those blessings we bring gifts and ask you to dedicate them to the glory of the kingdom of God. By themselves they are not enough, but in your hands, O Lord, they are more than enough. Take them, use them, take us, use us. Hear our prayer. Amen. Our hymn of preparation for this morning is number 370.
beautifully sung. You may be seated. Our scripture focus for this morning is taken from the book of Joshua. And we'll be reading from chapter 5. And we're going to start reading at verse 13. We're going to include verse 14. Okay? And yes, you're going to have homework. Yeah. And the homework, okay, is read chapter 4, chapter 5, chapter 6. All right? But the focus is going to be on a section subtitled Joshua's Vision. Once when Joshua was by Jericho, he looked up and he saw a man standing before him with a drawn sword in his hand. And Jesus or Joshua went to him and said to him, Are you one of us or one of our adversaries? And the man replied, Neither. But as commander of the army of the Lord, I have now come. And Joshua fell on his face to the earth and worshipped and said to him, What do you command your servant, my Lord? The commander of the army of the Lord said to Joshua, Remove the sandals from your feet, for the place where you stand is holy. And Joshua did so. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. It's hard for us to imagine what things were like in the time of Joshua. Amongst the things that I was saying to the people that were at Sunday morning coffee with Mike as we were having conversations is that Joshua lived in the Bronze Age. Things were very different then. Okay, very different. When it says that there were battles, okay, mostly they were huge gang fights. And the people that were fighting picked up whatever was handy and used it for a weapon. If you had a sword, you were rich because swords were expensive and they were made out of brass. Which means they were brittle. Don't think don't think stuff like in the movies. Okay. When the scriptures when when the, the brass is not light, okay. Picture a guy with a knife about that long, maybe that wide, okay. And you're walking along, around the, along the riverbank, and you come on the sky. 
with this thing in his hand. Okay, that's the picture. Now, it's hard for me to do this sermon for a couple of reasons. It's hard for me, and it may be hard for you. What makes it hard for me is it deals with how we think. Okay? One of the hardest times in my life was when I was working on my PhD. And you know why it was so hard? It was because the profs kept saying, you can't think that way anymore, Mike. It's not just what you think, it's how you think. You ever try to make a decision and analyze how you're making it? <laughs> Most of us have a hard enough time making a decision without thinking about our process. Okay? We don't think much about how we think. However, how we think affects the quality of our lives and how we feel. How we think affects our ability to experience the presence of God. Many things have been going on in and around our lives of late. There are things that have pushed and pulled me in ways I'm not used to. It's not that they are all bad things. Even good things can be hard to deal with sometimes. I remember the first time I, I said to a clergy colleague of mine, I'm really blessed and I'm having trouble with it. Because <laughs> everything's messed up. That was part of what I was trying to say last Sunday. Okay? Sometimes when God blesses us, God makes a mess. And we have trouble dealing with it. The things that have been going on have made me aware of some of the things about myself. And among those things is that I tend to be an either-or thinker. In philosophical terms, I tend to be highly dialectical. Either-or. Good or bad. Have to, don't have to. Should or shouldn't. It's hard to explain. When something happens, I tend to think that things either have to be one way, the way I expect them to be, or they have to be another way that I expect them to be. Notice what's common in those two sentences. Expect. Okay? I, the way I expect. Either things turn out the way I expect them to be, 
and I think that is good, or they don't, then I think it's bad. Pretty simple, right? Well, there have been a number of things that haven't gone as expected. There have been changes. There have been intrusions. Stuff hasn't hit, fit my neat little either-or way of thinking. Okay? Don't worry, it's not because of you all. Okay? Some pretty common events have turned into much more than I could have ever imagined. And the first time this happened goes back a number of years, okay? It, ha it did happen this week in a meeting here. And I found myself, you know, I found myself wrestling with either or, okay? And I had to tell myself this is an either or. We have options. It's more than either or, okay? But the time this first hit the fan was Susie and I were blessed. We took a, a trip to the island of St. Martin, okay? It's this weird little place in the, the, the Caribbean, and it's notorious for its weather, and it's one of the few places in the world where the runway starts right next to the fence. Okay? So, um, if you're really weird, okay, when a big jet plane takes off, you can go up behind the plane, try to hold on to the fence when the jet takes off. Okay? Most of the time, people get blown away. If you are semi-sane, Okay, you don't do that, all right? But you go to watch the people that are crazy and watch them get blown across the road. So we were at St. Martin, okay? And I happened to go into a, a grocery store, and it was one of those things where meeting somebody new ended up just doing so much stuff, okay? And went into a grocery store, and, and the cashier at the grocery store said, saw me wearing a T-shirt. And the T-shirt I was wearing was Rethink Church. Okay? Rethink Church. You got one? Okay. I wore mine out. <laughs> but anyway, okay... The cashier, okay, uh, started an exchange that was more than what typically happens at the checkout. What does it mean, she asked, to rethink church? It wasn't either or, it was neither. It was something else all together, and it became a kind of God moment. 
what does it mean to rethink church? Wow, you went quiet. You got it. I don't know if you heard that or not, but church can be right there at a checkout. It's like with Joshua before the attack on Jericho. Joshua met someone who challenged his either-or thinking. The meeting became God's stuff, and it became holy. Joshua is about what happens after the people of Israel wandered in the desert for 40 years. They'd wandered in that wasteland. Moses and Aaron were dead. So were all of the old people who had come from Egypt. Only two of the originals were left. Joshua and Caleb. Joshua had led the people in battle against the Moabites, and they had won. And the people were ready to move into the promised land. Did I tell you about my vacation? We went to the Joshua Tree National Forest. Okay? You know why Joshua trees are, are, are named Joshua trees? Okay? When the Mormons first saw them, they thought, they looked like Joshua holding his spear up over his head during battle. So Joshua, okay, held up, depending on who you read, spirit or, spirit or sword, okay, and as long as he could keep his arms up, they won. So, for, bless you. For that, a tree got named after him. Come on, that was a joke. Now, a miracle allowed them to cross the Jordan on dry ground. They celebrated their first Passover in the promised land. The divine bread, okay, that they had lived on for 40 years stopped. Now they had to literally live off the land. Joshua sent spies to find out about Jericho. The spies had been helped to escape by Rahab. That's a, another bad girl of the Bible. The, that's a reference to the women's study group that's going on now. They're studying the bad girls of the Bible. And Rahab's one of them. Whoa, okay. So Joshua himself near Jericho, and he met a stranger with a drawn sword. Joshua gave the, the stranger a challenge. Yo, bro, you for us or against us? And the answer was, neither. What do you do with that? 
In that one word, the stranger told Joshua, listen, the way you are thinking is too closed to understand what's happening here. The stranger's was a one-word challenge. It meant you have to change the way you think. You have to leave either or behind. This moment isn't about you. This moment isn't either for you or against you. This moment isn't even about Jericho. This moment is about God. This moment is about what God wants. The stranger identifies him as the head of all of God's host. Remember, we're talking about the Bronze Age. Basically, what the guy's saying is, I'm head of God's gang. <laughs> I'm head of God's gang. Okay? It's like saying, I am from God, I am for God, I am the one who's responsible here, not you. Ouch. I have more power than you can ever imagine. There's a very dramatic place in, in Scripture, and I think it's in Kings. An army, an entire army is surrounding the place where the prophet Elisha lives. And his servant, Gehazi, says, Master, what are we going to do? And the prophet says, don't worry. We're covered. And then, okay, what happens is the prophet says, Oh, Lord, open this servant's eyes. Gehazi saw the God gang surrounding the army that surrounded the prophet. He understood why the prophet wasn't worried. Joshua immediately fell to the ground. In a split second, he went from supreme commander to humble servant. He didn't say, prove it. Give me a sign. 
There was no argument. The way he had been thinking disappeared. Snap of a fingers. Everything went into, let me hear what you have to say and I will do it. And then the stranger told Joshua something he probably didn't expect to hear. Take off your shoes, son. You're on holy ground. He didn't tell him, I want you to go and get your army better organized. The place to start is take off your shoes. You're on holy ground. God's here. Act like it. Joshua did what he was told. How we think affects the quality of our lives and feelings. How we think affects our ability to experience the presence of God. We each have our trials and troubles. We each have our defeats and our victories. We each have those moments when God wants to meet us. We each have our moments when God wants to get through to us. Is how we think getting in God's way? I wish I could say no to that, but a lot of times it is. That's confession, folks. Is how we think tripping us up? Are we missing God moments because our thinking is so closed that there isn't any room for God to squeeze in? Are we so caught up in how we think that there is no room to change in the way God wants us to change? Do we hear God's neither? Do we hear God's neither when we challenge him? Or when we challenge his messengers with our either or? Are we blind to seeing how meeting with God makes any moment, any place holy? Or do we just keep our shoes on? Amen? Now, okay, if I was a really weird preacher, I'd say, kick your shoes off. (laughs) What I will do instead is invite us to join together in song 526. What a friend we have in Jesus. If you're able, please stand. Thank <laughs> you.
please join me in our benediction. O oh God, oh God, grant us in all our duties thy help, in all our perplexities thy guidance, in all our dangers thy protection, and in all our sorrows thy comfort. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.